0: Welcome to the Perky Call Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Call Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you Mohit Peter. He's the founder and CEO of Black Book Investments. Good morning, Mohit.
1: Morning, David, how are you? Uh, Glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you so much. I know it's hard with everyone scheduled to get coordinated, so I appreciate you working into your busy schedule. No problem at all, pleasure. Well, if you kick us off with the why, why did you start Book Investments?
1: Uh, Sure, so it kind of uh, arose out of necessity, to be honest, but uh, how I got to that point, uh, I can just quickly tell you how I got there, so, it started with the the first book I read, as in the first book that kind of inspired me, uh, which was Richard Poor Dad back in high school. Kind of, you know, kicked me into deciding to do my own thing. And then from there on, I, you know, started thinking in terms of a business owner and how I can, you know, start a business, what kind of business I can start, and on those terms. And it was, you know, all throughout, at the back of my mind, that I want to do my own thing. When in, in college, I, I read this other book, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, which kind of, you know pushed me to actually start to doing, you know, something and uh, starting my own own business. So uh, right after college, I worked with a startup for one year while, you know, learning how to how to build websites on the side, learning how to blog, everything. And uh, why I decided to choose to learn building websites and blogging was because uh, kind of four-hour work taught me to be like, you know, uh, location independent and time independent, which is... Kind of you know was a good philosophy for me so i wanted a business that uh, could be run from anywhere and anytime i didn't have any set hours or i didn't have to work from a certain place so that kind of um, planted the seeds of running a, an online business and i started you know going down to the rabbit hole of making money online uh, which is when i came up with blogging and developing websites and all of that and um, i did that for about a year year and a half but no luck No success, I could not make a single cent from my blogging efforts or anything else that I was doing online. And then uh, at the end of uh, one year, I had left the job uh, because I had decided that, okay, if I, I, you know, I'm doing a job, I'm just doing it for the experience and I'll leave it after one year. I didn't have anything after I left the job. So uh, I was like, you know, clueless. the online efforts were not making me any money, but I was like, okay, something is going to click. I just have to stick to it. And one day I chanced upon this site called fliba.com, which is a marketplace for buying and selling online businesses and websites. So I dug deeper and uh, ended up buying my first website for $2,500 and uh, then uh, ran it for six months, turned out well for me, sold it for 5X, like 12500 and made some money in the process. And that was the start of it basically, which kind of validated the idea for me that, okay, yeah, this make money online thing works, and it's not a scam. Which is what happened with me (laughs) the second time around when when i decided to buy the second website and i got scammed so but luckily for me the first time was good so i could be at it and uh, uh, not get disheartened if i got you know scammed the first time i might not have continued with it so that was uh, lucky of me being you know uh, being it working out in the first time around and then i started buying more sites and and growing them uh, building them up and selling them uh, and with the proceeds of my first sale, I went to New York to, to visit New York, which is uh, something I had always wanted to do. And I was staying with a friend of mine who was uh, working at a hedge fund. And I was with him for a few weeks and he was like, what do you do? Like you were at home or at cafes, mostly working from your laptop. So I explained to him what I do. And uh, he said, I have some money lying around and I would like to invest uh, with you. Uh, do you have like service or anything that you can do for me? Like you know, manage the website and business for me? and I can put the money in. And that's how the idea for Blackbook came about. I was doing it with my own money for myself. And then I started doing it for other people uh, for their money. Like They were investing into buying the website, the asset, and I was the one managing and running and growing it basically. So that's how Blackbook Investments came about in 2014. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well, I love the fact you start with the failure because I think most entrepreneurs that are working nine to five, yeah. that's their biggest fear. Like, what if I fail? Like, oh my <laughs> gosh will I ever live yeah, again? Yeah. And then exactly. what's my wife going to say? What's my husband going to say when I fail? They're going to say, I told you you should have never done it to begin with. So entrepreneurs have <laughs> exactly. to have that, that mentality of it's okay to fail. It's just, what do you learn from it? And how do you apply exactly. what you fail to the next yeah. opportunity?
1: Yeah, exactly. What you take from it is what matters. Yeah.
0: Right. And I think it also has to do with a lot with where you know, how you were raised Were your parents, entrepreneurs, are they nine to five employees? What about your spouse? So, does she come yeah. from a nine to five or an entrepreneur mentality? Because then your in-laws yeah. always giving you a hard time. Like, Oh, he's some, <laughs> pre- he's some pretend He's not, he's not even yeah. an entrepreneur. <laughs> he doesn't have a yeah. job. Like I don't need yeah. a job. I'll make a lot more money, not having a job as an entrepreneur. Exactly. So a yeah. lot of it has to do yeah. with the health of yeah. your relationship has to do with does your in-laws respect you for being an entrepreneur and is it okay. How do they react when you fail? You know, they, they yeah, love when you yeah. succeed and you take care of their daughter, but, when you're failing, that's I that could be a
1: testy time. I know, I know. So so basically, my, my my dad's a pediatrician, he's a doctor, my mom's a homemaker. Uh my uh, my wife uh, was my girlfriend back then. Uh she she was studying commerce, and um, her parents, mom was a homemaker, her dad was a businessman. So it was all right for them to have a you know a guy wanting to do his own thing. But the thing was back when we got married, I was Hardly making 500 bucks a month. Actually, not 500 bucks a month. I was making about 100 bucks a month when we got married. I was not making anything, literally. And she had to lie that I was not making 100. I was making 500 bucks a month, which was all right. And um, they were like, okay. She had to lie to her parents that I was making 500 bucks a month. And uh, they were like, okay. Uh, I mean, and we had dated for like nine years before that. So um, she was like, okay, I want to marry this guy. And uh, to make it work, like, especially in India, you know, we at least like the girl's parents are really. Um, they want to know what the guy does and if he earns well, so that you know they can keep their daughter happy and Exactly. So she lied. I made 500 bucks a month. I was making about 50 or 100 bucks, and but it all turned out well because um, once we did get married, uh, she kind of joined me in helping me building up the business and has been an integral part of the business since day one. I would say uh, we got married in January 2014, and Black Book Investments started in. June 2014 so she's been all along for the ride so yeah it was a, it's been a long journey but yeah fulfilling one and my parents were initially opposed to me running a business because I was making actually five bucks in my job five bucks a month and uh, they were they were like you know you'll probably you know grow from here it's just fine for now maybe you'll get an appraisal and everything so just stick to it uh, follow the script and they're not too happy about me leaving the job uh, but, uh, and I could not even explain to them that what I did because it was something very new for them. Even today, if I tell people I buy and run websites, it's kind of uh, uh, confuses people at what exactly do I do? So it was confounding for them. Um, but I kind of convinced them that, okay, this is what I have to do. I, I can't do a job. So yeah, please just uh, bear with me <laughs> and, and that's how it went down.
0: Well, I think there's a couple of good points there that a listener should really uh, emphasize. Number one, she saw the potential in you, even though you're making a hundred bucks a month and she said you're making $500 a month. She knew that with her influence, her experiences, and she knew you, that very soon you'd be making that $500 a month that she was projecting you to make. So it's exactly. good that you have a, a partner that believes in you enough that she five times whatever you're actually making. So that's a good thing. Uh, number two, uh, if your are in all ever listens to this interview, you're in trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's see, hopefully not. Let's hopefully not. Let's just keep it between that's us. A, yep.
0: <laughs> but sometimes, yep. you know, you, you just gotta do what's right for you. You know, obviously, I think there's a big part yeah. of you know social media that's out there that says stop living for your parents, live for you. And yeah. you're not gonna be happy living for your parents. If you're if you parents want you to be a doctor, but you have no desire to be a doctor then you're not going to work that hard, not going to stay that hard. And it's, you're just going to be disappointing yourself for all these years of med school. So you exactly, got to find out exactly. where your strength is and you got to figure out what you're, what you love and go after it. Exactly. And it's, it's hard for parents to be supportive if what you're trying to do is different from what they grew up with or even exactly, different from what their yeah. parents did as well. So you it's good that you went against the mold, but you are confident what you're uh, hitting on was going to be a, a successful opportunity. And it's good that your wife is supportive as well. Because that can Indeed. be a very lonely rabbit hole. If your wife doesn't support you, your first business failed, your father-in-law thinks you make you know, more money, it just becomes complex when it doesn't turn out the way you envisioned it.
1: It, it does. It, it makes a whole lot of difference. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Well, walk me through, Mohit. Um, as you've grown the business since 2014, you're now talking eight, almost nine years ago. Um, what mistakes yeah. did you make in growing it? Obviously, you buy websites, you... For lack of a better phrase, flip them or improve them. Kind of like if you buy a house and flip it and resell it, is the best best, uh, analogy I can give you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, what, what maybe, what mistakes did you make? Maybe flipping the wrong ones or modifying the wrong ones or buying ones you thought would have potential that just didn't have potential. So, you went, you fixed it all up and then there wasn't the desire to buy it for the price you wanted to sell it for. Give us the mistakes. Give us some examples of mistakes you made or maybe a, a type of website you bought that you don't buy now because of that mistake?
1: Yeah, sure. So the second site that I bought, I kind of got uh, scammed. And it was a site that was, you know, selling social media marketing services. So basically, uh, selling followers, selling likes and all all that stuff. And uh, which was kind of trending back then in 2013. Uh, And I kind of, you know, I knew it wasn't sustainable. uh, But it was making money, and but the problem was that my due diligence was not proper. The uh, the income that they'd shown was from another business and uh, not from the business that they were selling. And uh, I kind of fell for it, didn't verify the revenue properly. So that was the first mistake, and I learned from that. Um, and then I actually kind of pivoted into not buying such sites. I pivoted into buying just content websites like blogs and stuff, uh, which is what I understood better. And uh, another mistake I could say I did was not scaling up faster and earlier. So it was just a two or three person team until 20, 2019, I would say. Five years I, I ran the business, uh, me and my wife, and just uh, with the help of a couple more people. And even them we hired like in 2016. Um, so first hire after two or three years. I could have grown and scaled faster had I you know, hired earlier and, and grown earlier. But I was just kind of scared or maybe too relaxed because initially when I started this, my goal was to make $5,000 a month and I would be set for life. And uh, I, I got there, uh, you know, I got there soon, sooner than I thought. And I was like, okay, I'm comfortable. So let's keep it running how it is and just enjoy it. So yeah, I was, you know, just, I just got lazy and uncomfortable and did not scale, uh, which is with what I started doing in 2019. And now we're a team of uh, 25 full-time team members uh, so we, we hired almost 20 plus people in, in two years so almost one employee one team member per month so i could i should have done that sooner yeah
0: yeah they, that's a pretty common frustration for a lot of people once they get there like man i should I wish, what was i waiting for i should have scaled sooner i should hire people sooner and especially exactly. people that have skills that you don't have i think that's yeah. always a great thing to find a team member that does things well that you don't enjoy and build yeah. that team around you that all work cohesively for the same common goal and it duplicates your efforts. And again, it, it challenges you and it brings out skill sets you don't have to yeah. then uh, allow the company to grow in ways that you just can't personally make the company grow. So it's nice to have that combination.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So Mahit, share with us a success story now. Uh, maybe a website you bought that you had no idea the potential, but it was just one of the type of websites you buy and all of a sudden you bought it, you revamped it, and it has a huge success is a huge return yeah. on your investment. Give us an example of one of those, if you don't mind.
1: Sure, sure. So the one of the first sites we bought, actually the first site for our investor, the first site for my friend uh, at, I don't know what, eleven or $12,000. It was making about 500, 600 bucks a month back then. And uh, it was like, uh, you know, a content website. Uh, we kind of stuck with it. We, we posted more content on it. We, we grew the traffic. Uh, Grew the audience and uh, we still hold that site within our portfolio today and it makes five figures every month what it made you know what it was cost what it cost us it makes every month now so just imagine so i haven't uh, let go of that and and uh, we're still uh holding that site
0: yeah
1: wow well that's the uh
0: that's your ideal situation now you got to find more of them
1: Indeed, yeah. That's <laughs> that's what you but again, you you it's a hit or miss, you know, you can do all the due diligence, but yeah, you gotta be uh, uh you gotta be uh, you know persistent in finding the right deals.
0: Right. And I guess it's like anything else. It's like when you're a baseball player, you get lots of singles and singles and singles, and every once in a while you hit a home run. <laughs> and it's like exactly. me and a home run felt really good, both financially, emotionally, everything. If old heck yeah. could hit more home runs. But it's not yeah. common well, to hit a more home singles. run
1: yeah. every month or Unless every day, obviously. Saying. Indeed. I'm yeah, sorry? You gotta take the singles. Yeah, you got to take the singles before you can hit the home run. <laughs> right. And, and hopefully get some doubles and triples in there,
0: too. But it, it is yeah. nice. It feels good, man. It, there's nothing better than hitting a home run.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Mohit. I know, again, you had a crazy schedule this morning. I appreciate you squeezing me in. Uh, please thank share with the on. audience uh, how they can get a hold of you website, social media handles, if you want to give out your email, cell phone, whatever you feel would be best for them to reach out to you and learn more about uh Blackbook Investments and buying and selling websites and you know how you can help them, you know, turn their websites around or if you want if you're just interested in buying websites that are for sale or you know help us understand a little bit more about that as well.
1: Sure, so you can find me on uh, blackbookinvestments.com uh you can write to me at uh, mohit m-o-h-i-t at bbi.xyz or you can just hit me up on uh, linkedin or twitter uh, at at m-o-h-i-t-t-a-t-e-r which is my handle mohit tater so yeah anywhere i mean just google my name something should come up and you can reach out to me more than happy to talk to you help you with any questions that you might have regarding website investment
0: yeah okay and i guess let's wrap up real quick just to make sure there's clarity What's your ideal customer look like? Someone that has a website that needs to improve it, or someone that has a website for sale? Clarify that a little bit for us.
1: Yeah. So our ideal customer is someone. Yeah. Of course, I would love that. Uh, ideal customer, ideal client is someone who who's looking to diversify their uh, you know investments. They've like made all sorts of your regular investments like you know uh, real estate, uh, stocks. Uh, Roth IRA and all that stuff, but now they want to do alternative asset class and they want to get a higher ROI doing that. So it's a risk investment, but yeah, uh, with the potential for higher returns. So historically we've been able to give uh, 27, 28% ROI analyzed to our investors. So yeah, someone looking to diversify their investments and want to buy an online business and a digital asset, which will give them dividends every quarter and um, have them, you know, have us manage it for them. So hands off totally. We are going to be launching uh, our new service under Blackbook Digital uh, next month, which will also help people who already have websites uh, get our help in growing and running those websites. Right now, we only cater to investors who want to invest in in a website, buy a website, and then we run it for them and grow it for them. But uh, soon from next month, we'll be starting to take on clients who already have websites uh, and they want us to grow it. So that would be people with um, a content site and they are kind of hitting a wall or they're not able to grow it any further and we can come in and look at it.
0: Okay, so just to kind of summarize it, um, if a client calls you and says, I'm interested in diversity mind my portfolio, you give them a list of websites that they could invest in. And once they make that investment, as you grow it and scale it and make it a more attractive website, they would be paid dividends for that improvement on that site. Is that a, a fair summary? Exactly,
1: exactly. Okay. They own it, they own it and we just man- we're just we just the managers. So they get all the income, we just charge them a fee. So actually it's not even quarterly, they get uh, an income every month and we just charge them a fee for our service. Uh, The other service that we have is for people who don't have a hundred thousand minimum to invest. For them, we have a group buy service in which the minimum is 25,000 US dollars. For that, we pull in money from multiple people. We are sitting at about a million dollar, you know, uh, group buy right now. And um, we bought multiple sites using those funds and um, we pay our investors every quarter, send them monthly reports and, yeah, so it's for people who don't have 100,000 lying around and also are not uh, like as risk, uh, a little more risk averse basically because then we diversify the portfolio and buy multiple sites as opposed to buying one site for hundred thousand. We spread that $25,000 from each person pooled into whatever one million dollars We spread that across multiple sites. So less amount, less risk.
0: Makes sense. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I, I learned a lot about what you do and that it's a business at all. Uh, I think it's very fascinating. Obviously, you have a vision uh, for what websites can be. And that's a really Mm -hmm. powerful tool. It's a really powerful gift that you have. And I think everyone's website needs improvement. It's never up to date. I mean, it's just a fact that exists. I was in the online space myself, and I knew no matter how great it was, no matter how much money you spend on the website, it's always outdated next year. It's always outdated in six months or three months. (laughs) There's always new things to add to it to make it bigger and better.
1: So keep that in mind.
0: For those you have businesses there's always ways to update and improve your website and it's, it's a great revenue source if you can invest in websites that are out there that you see as being a potential uh home run exactly. uh you find investors that help you know reach you know reap some of the benefits of making it a home run and you Indeed, get to be involved yeah. in the process
1: yeah we, we also work with companies like empire flippers who are the biggest marketplace in in this space uh, for buying and selling websites and we work with them on, on on buying on raising funds with them and buying content websites. So we've done three rounds and raised almost four million dollars with them. Right now we manage about ten million dollars worth of online businesses and websites with our team.
0: Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Well, Mahit, you know, consider you failed back in two thousand and fourteen, I think you got quite a little business going now.
1: <laughs> indeed, David. Indeed.
0: Well, Mahit, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. And, You're welcome. And you've listened to another episode of the Perky Collar Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Bye. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right. Over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand-new-looking dress shirt, ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P is in Paul, E is an Elephant, R is in Robert, K is in Kangaroo, Y is in Yo-Yo. LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing related problems, such as a droopy, saggy dress or collar, the pocket square that doesn't seem to sit still pop- properly, it unfolds, it falls down, the shirt that keeps coming untucked, collar stays that keep curling on you, and more and more issues with your belt. Cracking, splitting, holey belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at perkyllc.com. Beyond innovation, we also have fashion accessories, bow ties, you name it, from feather to blingy to wooden, even wooden ones that move, even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country. Check out perkyllc.com for all these great fashion accessories and innovative solutions. Are you ready to publish your own book? Do you have a story to tell? Does the world need to hear your story? Now is your chance. Go to https colon forward slash gogo.bestsellingbook.com forward slash Perky Collar Radio Show. That's right. It's as simple as that. They'll walk you through every step needed to publish your own book. And watch out, be ready to be an Amazon bestseller, maybe a Wall Street Journal bestseller, or maybe even New York Times bestseller. It all starts with a single step and having the right team around you. Again, go to https colon forward slash go, G-O dot forward slash Perky Collar Radio Show. Look forward to seeing your amazing results.